Hi. Welcome back to Love Valley. This is Allie. If you're new here, here's the lowdown. We call this the Valley of Love because it's a place where people share expansive ideas about how they love. Their lovers, their bodies, their thoughts, their lives. It's a wellness world. Obviously, Love Valley has been on hiatus for a minute. And it hasn't been a planned hiatus. It wasn't on purpose. I've kind of just naturally stepped back and taken a break. And I think it's because I've been doing a whole lot of spring cleaning. I've been changing my lifestyle and my routine and my spiritual beliefs and my idea of wellness. I have gotten to a place where I felt like this podcast didn't really suit me anymore. I've transformed out of it and I have been trying to think of how I can record here and still feel like me and like I fit the mold which is so weird because I created this thing that's kind of how I realized that Love Valley has nothing to do with whatever I've said in the past and it has everything to do with me being the one who created it all of these changes are exactly Love Valley They're all efforts to further joy and wellness. They increase love, peace, and joy in my world. A couple of days ago, Tristan pulled into the driveway. He was just getting home from work, and he rolled down his window so that I could listen to the album he was playing as I was walking out to the car. It was Love Valley, and I fell in love with that. He fell in love with me over the first episode of this podcast. He'd met me at the sports academy, and... He found out somehow, I don't even know how, that I had this thing. And he listened to it. And he loved my voice and whatever weird things I was saying. And as he rollerbladed around campus with that album in his ears, in my podcast, he learned about who I was through my ramblings on this microphone. So I realized that this sound is my soul. It's a manifestation of my heart and my thoughts and my existence. It will never not resonate with who I am. It'll evolve with me and match my flame. So I'm back again. It just took me a minute to realize that. And I think it was good. I've had several moments like that in creation where I've realized that I'm going through a transformation and I kind of stop creating what I have been creating at that time little hiatuses on the blog or here. There have been several occasions like that. I'm sure you know if you've been listening for a while, sometimes I just drop off the face of the earth. And it's not good marketing, which is fine because I'm not in the business of podcasts or blogs or anything. I'm not in anyone's business. I am a housewife. (laughs) That's a joke. But I need a break sometimes as I'm going through my own transformation to get my ducks in a row. And I think the funniest part of that is that it just happens so naturally. It's like unplanned thunderstorm. It's like I'm doing my thing. I've gotten into a groove. I'm chocolate dream girl part seven. And I've figured out my daily routine, my health, my wellness, my spiritual, everything. 
I'm in a good spot with myself. And then, out of absolutely nowhere, this unexpected storm rolls in. And it strips that away. It kind of breaks down my little beach shack, and it's time for me to rebuild. And I'm okay. I'm just sleeping on the sand, having a good moment with my blanket and my beach, my waves, my friends crashing on someone's couch. And I'm learning from them. I'm staying with a friend and I'm learning how they do things. And I start to take little pieces of everywhere I'm going as I've been taken out of my old routine on my little travels around the world couch surfing. I pick up a little morning habit of meditation when I stay with my yogi friend. I pick up a habit of cooking when I stay with my good cook friend and we make dinner together every night. I pick up a book on the side of the road and read it and it's alchemist and it teaches me whatever. You know I love the alchemist. So that's where I've been going for the thousandth time. My house has been ripped apart and I am finding a new one. And the funniest thing is that they always appear on their own, these little changes. It's like if I'm trying to get my ducks in a row, I'm not going around to different ponds and kidnapping baby ducks from their mamas. That's evil. I just live at a pond and these little ducks approach me one by one. And they say, hi, take care of me. I'll take care of you. So this is where I've been. A lot, a lot has changed. And I want to talk about that in this episode the changes, the spring cleaning. In the beginning of this summer, I kicked up the podcast again, season two, and I was recording a ton, a ton. It was amazing. It was fun. I felt so happy with what I was creating. I was interviewing people even, and I had never really imagined I would be an interviewer on this show. I mean, I thought potentially I would, but mostly it's a spoken diary. It's my own little thoughts. And so that was really fun and interesting, trying to get some friends on the podcast to talk about their expertise. But after a minute there, I started to feel like I'm not an expert. I am just a young girl living a crazy life, getting married at age 19 and living on a farm. And I don't know what I'm talking about. So how do I have this podcast where I'm supposed to share whatever I'm learning, whatever I have learned, if I feel like I'm not qualified? And then I stopped recording. That reason on top of a bunch of other reasons. I feel felt like I didn't have much to say. And even though I always have something to say, have you met me? But I felt blocked, writer's block, speaker's block. I felt unqualified and uninspired. And I knew that I was coming into a transition. When I started this summer, I just had this feeling. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast. I know I journaled about it a thousand times. But I felt like shit is about to get mixed up. Mm, like it's going to hit the fan and just get stirred all over the place in a good way. It wasn't actually shit. It was just things are about to change here. 
It was inherent. It was in the air. And so I stuck around. I just waited for it to see whatever it was. I just kept doing what I was doing. In the beginning of the summer, I had just wrapped up school. I was so worn out from busy whizziness of being in university, of getting married, having my own household, trying to take care of it, trying to learn how to take care of Kitten and Tristan and me in a new way. I was adjusting, learning to live with another person. I grew up with just a mom and one sister, and I hadn't lived with my sister since it was probably 14, and so I was really, really accustomed to living alone, and being alone, and doing my own thing, and having so much company around all the time was crazy to me. I needed a break from a lot of stuff, and so I took work off, I quit my job, I had just been hired on as, what was it? Sorry, I just got distracted. (laughs) I was putting my drink down and I had to switch my mic for a second. I needed some good rest. So I quit my job. I had my new job lined up for fall. I thought I'll find a summer job and I'm gonna take a break. Tristan said, just take a couple weeks off. Don't worry about anything. I'll take care of us and you can just rest. So I did. I did my puzzles. I sat at the kitchen table every day, puzzling and listening to podcasts and relaxing. I drop him off at work every morning and take Kitten with me. And it was the most peaceful, decadent little chapter of life. And eventually I went back to work. Very, very part-time. I would just cover shifts here and there. I never actually went and got a new job for the summer. I'd been just feeling like I couldn't get enough rest. I couldn't catch up. And it was terrible. It felt like I was letting everybody down because I wasn't busy. And it felt like I was putting all the pressure on Tristan because I was to make all the money and to support me while I was just chilling at home (laughs) like a bum. It was very guilty. And I also knew it was very necessary. And so I just sat in it and let whatever happened needed to happen. Or, you know what I mean. I got really sick several times. Trish and I got the flu. Told you about that. I had a lot of different random health issues that just put me in bed. And... I think that people who know me pretty close can testify that when I'm sick, it's always a manifestation of an internal turmoil. So I had to figure out what was going on inside. I knew for one, I needed rest and I needed change. And I was in this transition moment. Also, I had a crazy experience with birth control, which was brutal and that really got me down for a while i'll have a whole episode about that but i was getting sick and getting in bed and then feeling better and then getting put back down again and i couldn't get enough rest i couldn't truly rest 
And even if I spent two weeks doing nothing, it wasn't replenishing in the slightest. Finally, things just switched. I don't know what happened. I think it was in July. I'd had all of May, all of June resting. In July, I started to feel better. I started to switch. I was done with birth control. My body was restabilizing. I was progressing. And I really started to fall into some sweet routines without meaning to. So this is when all the ducks showed up at my door. And they just said, hi, we're here. We're your new friends. We are your new routine. Your new take on social media on food and exercise and intuition and spirituality and yoga and writing and work and rest and identity and it's time for you to you've been slowing down but it's time for you to get back into things and you just sit there and we're gonna build a car and drive you around in it to get you back into things and so I listened all these things just started up on their own Somehow I just started doing yoga and it was feeling amazing. And I would do bedtime yoga with Adrian. And then I would do different foods. Tristan got on this crazy meat diet and he was eating meat, fruit, honey. Oh, also meat as in only grass-fed organic beef, honey, grass-fed dairy, fruit, and like that's it. It's Paul Saladino and it was really crazy and I did it with him for a minute but I knew it wasn't really going to last and I just kind of wanted to support him and make it easier so we weren't buying two completely different sets of groceries. So I tried that out for a second and surprisingly it was like I think that's when things really shifted. That was end of June and I realized after that how different food could be in my mind because I'd always seen food as well not always in my adult years I've always seen food as fuel and a beautiful way to take care of the body and produce energy and so I've strived to eat lots of fruits and vegetables and help my body to be as strong as it can and have as many vitamins and minerals as possible. I've never been into diets. I've been just eating healthy and eating in moderation except for dessert every day. Like that, that's moderation to me. I've been intuitive eating. Um, it's been very natural. And after that little diet, I realized that I could, again, eat like that, but eat cleaner. Because this summer, I was eating whatever the hell. Like, I was eating some um, natural foods, but I was also just having whatever was convenient and quick. And I just was trying to live very simply. I was buying what was easy, and I didn't care because my goal in life was to rest, not to be... I was putting my energy into rest, not into top-notch health. So I finished that little bit of a diet with Tristan and then I went grocery shopping again and bought all our fruits and veggies back and everything we love and 
I really had a new take on health. And since then, I've gotten even more into cooking. I've been super into cooking. I'm going to scatter my little, like, favorites in here. Um, I know I usually do this at the beginning of the episode. But I wanted to jump right in today and just kind of throw these in the middle. So, pause, segment. One of my favorite things right now is cooking with chives and green onions. I love it. I have been doing omelets, or not omelets, but scrambles, with eggs, bell peppers, a little bit of milk mixed in there, Parmesan cheese, green onions, and chives. And then I do quesadillas with green onions and chives, with turkey, and um, I like to be mine in sour cream. And I do potatoes. I just dice them up, throw them in the air fryer with green onions, chives, lots of butter, and parmesan. These are my favorites. I've also added in a lot of dairy into my diet um, ever since we did that little, like, Paul Saladino thing. I used to be super irritated by it. It used to F up my digestive system, but I've healed it to the point where it feels really good. So... I love that. I try to stay away from seed oils still and eat mostly natural foods as unprocessed as possible. Those are changes that I've made in my diet. And that's helped me to feel very good in my body. I feel good when I wake up in the morning. I feel rested. I feel sweet and ready for the day and calm. On the note of exercise... I've had a lot of shifts in my adult life on that regard. A year ago when I met Tristan, I was working at the gym and I was just biking everywhere. And that was my exercise. I didn't want to go to tumbling in the morning, riding my bike there two miles, then riding home two miles, having some lunch, coming back from my shift at Sports Academy two miles, and then working, working out, and then ride home two miles. That would just be eight miles of riding my bike and a full workout up hills too. I didn't want to, so I was just exercising with my bike rides. And then when I met Tristan, I was like, this guy is such a meathead. And I've always loved meatheads. That's why I was so attracted to him in the first place. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym too. I'm not riding my bike anymore because he's driving me anywhere, everywhere. And so I'm going to start working out in the gym. And I, when I was in high school, I just had my little exercises I would do. And it was always hip abductions. It was always random little machines that I had picked up from whatever. And like free weights, dumbbells. That was it. Never a bar. Never upper body machines I had no clue but he helped me he trained me a lot and I'd watch a lot of videos and I got super into the gym last winter in the fall I hit my stride with health fall of 21 I started doing my 30 different fruits and vegetables every week Um, I started to lift I started walking a ton more I was always walking like I used to walk to and from work every day about two hours between those two walks but then I got 
really into just like a leisurely walk on campus in the winter and I was just treated my body so well it felt amazing it was really fun and then I decided that I was just like a health girl on my new year's resolution I wanted to be a true gym girl I wanted to manifest that I would be walking into the gym with my gym bag and my yoga mat all the time and doing my stretches and growing a big booty and all of these things I wanted to track my protein and I did this spring I was a true gym girl I was doing the weights had the split eating the protein grew a booty it was going good when summer hit that went out the window I did not value that anymore all I wanted was to relax and so as summer's gone on I have really evolved into intuitive movement and I've kept doing my leg days um not so much upper body workouts in the gym because I don't like an upper body lift and I've never really enjoyed them I just kind of was doing them because it's what you do but what I've done instead is a nightly yoga this is another one of my faves pause segment one of my favorite things in the world right now is to roll out my yoga mat put kitty and tristan in the other room or outside um light some incense that i got from my honeymoon and a candle in my little lantern i got for my birthday and then i will just set up my computer on the couch i'll be on the floor and i do yoga with adrian before bed I love the way that the nightlight pours in through my window. The blue, dark, dark blue of the sky. I love having all the windows open when I do it. And just a little glow in the room. And then my candle being the only light. It's one of my most peaceful moments. And doing yoga before bed gets me so zen. I realize that I, I can be wired the second I get inside or stop whatever I'm doing but then when I start my yoga I'm still wired but when I finish I'm relaxed I'm ready for bed I am feeling less tight in my shoulders and my neck and my whole body it feels amazing so that's one of my favorites right now I also have been doing other yoga and where I'm at right now is more structured space so ultimately When I started this summer, I felt the transition coming. And I stepped completely into an exhale. Like, if you're talking about two different... If you're talking about full moon and new moon. If you're talking about cycles of life. Fall, winter, spring, summer. When I was in this summer, like, the year's summer. (laughs) If that's not clear... (laughs) It was my winter. I needed rest. I needed hibernation, coziness, relaxation, heavy, nice comfort foods. And in July, at least the first two months of summer were my winter. July was my spring. I started to come back into my shell. (laughs) Back out of my shell. I got more comfortable with routine. And these routines started to build. And it wasn't just absolute hibernation lack of everything any form of structure it became intuitive living with 
habits and systems and patterns and no pressure but productivity again so my movement has evolved from that place of just like a little bit of yoga occasional workouts when I feel like going to the gym now I feel like going to the gym pretty often I am hitting like three leg days a week and then I'm also working a lot more and so we'll talk about that later but I'm usually at the gym a lot and so I've been hitting leg days when I work and on the other days doing yoga for rest or for a workout I'll do an a different kind of yoga I'm not working on my upper body in weights or for any aesthetic reason I'm just allowing my leg days to be in the gym because that's what I enjoy in the gym and then my other days to be movement in whatever way I see fit this feels good to me I think before we move on to the other little things that I've picked up we should do a little recap of some of the fun things that have happened this summer that have made a huge difference in these transformations I've been traveling a lot And this is one really fun thing I've realized about being married to Tristan. His family are a bunch of travelers. They love it. Obviously, Tristan lived in France for a few... I don't know. Okay, lots of people have been asking me lately how long he lived in France. And I have not been able to remember. I don't remember if they lived there for one year or if it was a few when he was younger. But I know that he did live there for one year on his own when he was in ninth grade I think anyway they've always loved to travel to France his dad travels a lot for business Jackie plays hockey and so he is always going all over the country and in different places for tournaments and they do a lot of traveling for fun we did a few really lovely trips this summer we've done two camping trips our honeymoon and then a trip to Lava Hot Springs in Idaho so First was our little camping trip with some family friends. I love them. They're really close friends of ours, and they're part of Tristan's religious movement. We went on that trip. It was just a couple families having fun. And I started to really evaluate what they were saying. And that leads into some other things we'll talk about later. Second was our trip to Lava Hot Springs. And that was a birthday trip also for me and my brother-in-law, Jonah. And so his birthday's the 19th. Mine is the 21st of June. And originally I was going to have this podcast released on my birthday, which was over a month ago. And obviously that didn't happen, which shows just how long I've been sitting on this transformation and trying to produce this. I loved that trip. We ate lots of chocolate pie. Trish and I were on our diet, but he cheated on it. I begged him. I said, please just eat this yummy food and have fun and celebrate with us. Um, It was really fun. We went swimming. We stayed in this sweet Airbnb house with these little kittens that came out and played with us. They were brand new. There were so many of them. I'll have to post some videos. I'm going to pause for a second and write down what I need to post because I always say I'm going to post the things I talk about on here but I never follow through 
So, for one, I need to post my butterfly lantern and new incense. Incense. I need to post my videos of the kittens and lava hot springs. And maybe like some grocery haul stuff. Alright, we'll pause there. Oh, I have another one that's going to come up in a second. Okay. That trip was amazing. And I've learned different things from each four of these trips. The first camping trip, I learned that I am opening back up to Christianity and different spirituality. Second trip, Lava Hot Springs. I learned a lot about my marriage. I learned a lot about Tristan and I and how we connect and how we meld into each other. What it takes for us to get along and how to keep the peace. I learned a lot about my writing practice. I'd been writing so much up until that point and I'd been talking about it. And that's another thing we'll touch on. Third trip was our honeymoon. So we left on the 14th of July. I had gotten a thousand dollars randomly and we thought, okay, we'll use this for a honeymoon. It was a wedding gift. So we started planning it. We were going, we were looking at everything. We were looking at these little campgrounds with these big canvas tents that you could rent at an Airbnb for like 60 bucks a night. We were looking at all kinds of things. But when we were on our Lava Hot Springs trip, Lexi, Tristan's sister, and her husband, Jonah, said, you guys could just honeymoon with us in Florida because that's where they live. And we were like, haha. And we're like, wait, actually? Yeah, let's do it. So we got plane tickets for really cheap. We flew out. We stayed with them. We went to the beach a thousand times. That's all Tristan wanted to do. We worked out there. We had great workouts every single morning. We enjoyed our time. We ate so much yummy food. We went to beautiful restaurants. We learned a lot about our romance and about family and community like not community but friendship and what you do for other people and sacrificing for them and serving them because Lexi and Jonah were so sweet to us they were truly a big brother and sister we drove home together we bought their old car for them for a thousand dollars and then we drove it home in two days Florida to Utah it was insane we got home at about 4 30 in the morning and relaxed all that day we fell asleep woke up at noon just did nothing the whole day then we got back into our routine for a minute and a couple days later we went on another camping trip this was a big camping trip one we did last year one that we do every year with his religious movement and it was magic. We love it. We have coffee on the creek. We see all of our family friends. We and I started to see how all of my beliefs spiritually could connect and marry his, which has never really happened. We've always just seen each other and said, "Okay, 
you believe whatever you want and I'll believe whatever I want and we'll just love each other and let each other be different. But I really started to watch these things collide. And it's been interesting because I grew up in organized religion in the LDS church. I had a lot of structure and high demand religion. I had high standards and expectations of myself and everyone else. I saw a lot of damage be done and I researched a lot into the history of the church, lots of different things that just made me think I would never go back. And I still don't think I would ever go back. But I see how his is different. And all of my disagreements with the LDS church are not things that come up with his because they don't believe the same things. They agree with the bad parts that I think I see. So I have always thought it interesting and looked into it and investigated it and tried on those beliefs and wondered if they fit me. Last year I did the same thing and it didn't work out. I just felt like this is not what I believe. I believe in personal revelation and I believe in my magic little moon rituals. I believe in love spells and astrology and palm readings and tarot readings and all kinds of different wooey wooey things. New age spirituality. I'm just another crystal girl. But it's become so apparent to me that the two fit together crazy well. And that's a huge thing I've learned from that trip. Everything changed. And so right now it's so weird to say, but I'm kind of stepping back into, it's not like a, it's not a religion. And so I wouldn't say I'm stepping back in organized religion because it's, there's no church. There's no nothing, no structure to it. It's just people who believe the same thing getting together. But I'm... I'm evaluating that again and like reading scriptures again and also doing my own little spiritual things and my yoga and my meditation and my tarot readings. So it's interesting. That's something that's changed. It's shifted a lot this summer and it's played a huge role in me wondering if I can do this podcast right now because I felt like my thing on here partly is spirituality and I just don't know how to talk about it because I thought it wasn't really allowed and now I see that it's actually I think it's actually if I'm going to do this like movement thing if I'm going to be a part of it believe in Christianity whatever I kind of feel like my purpose in it is to bring modern spirituality to that because I think Christians um, that I know and that I'm talking about are very scriptural, they're very traditional, and they're very devoted to God and already established practices. They're also pretty closed off to new ideas. But these people in the movement are also open to new ideas if they can see the light in them and I've seen a lot of light in my life in the tarot readings I've given other people 
the tarot readings I've received myself. The palm reading I received from Ashy Adams. The podcasts I listen to that talk about plant medicine and magic in the world. I think that love and... I don't know. I just think that love and little stones that serve different purposes and happy thoughts are magic. And I'm just a crazy girl. I think people roll their eyes at me when I say this, but I'm kind of trying to figure out how to marry that with the scriptures. So wish me luck here. That's a huge change that's happened in my own spirituality. That's a huge shift I've had this summer. That's kept me from recording because I haven't known how to do that. Another one is social media. This one's really obvious. And I kind of include the podcast in this world of communication, which also includes social media. I've really stepped back from communication with a large group of people. And I've kept it down to just like the people I see in real life. And this has been the most lovely experience ever. I've fallen in love with the freedom of enjoying my present moment not worrying about anything in the world just having fun in a very simple life i'm living on the farm let me give you a brief update on the farm the garden is gorgeous i'm gonna make a little reel about the farm note show farm garden is beautiful the hens are doing great the new chickies are living in the chicken coop they're getting along with the hens we have sheep now that we just got a couple of days ago. We got them on Tuesday, and today is Thursday. Four girls and one big daddy. And they are just so sweet and pure. So we're going, we're growing, we're having our new sheep in our big pasture. We're raising, that's the word. And we are raising our hens. Kitten is learning how to be with them. He went into our ram's, um, what would you call it? His bay. And he got pissed and pushed him out with his nose and kitten kind of flew away. And then we've been trying to get him used to the hens and he's just been laying with them, not attacking them. Things are going really, really well here. So those are some sweet things. I've been living in this peaceful world, drinking my coffee next to the chicken coop and watching them as they just peck around the yard, wandering around, seeing kitten climb trees and poles and be a crazy boy. We've been playing a lot of frisbee golf. We have two frisbee golf cages now in our field, our pasture where the lambs are. And we live a very simple life. I wake up, I cook, I work, I play. And it's very perfect. It's exactly what I've always wanted. Work. I'm back just doing my shifts at the sports academy. I'm still just a sub. I have one day a week that I did want to be put on the schedule for. So I work Monday mornings every week. And then I pick up shifts. I'm picking up a ton right now. Just saving up for school. And work is fun. It's fun to see all of the people that I love. Oh, I don't think I'll ever really leave the sports academy. It's where I met my husband, but it's also where I met my best friends and 
have made lots of acquaintances and just people I love to see their faces every day. So, I'm working a lot there, and it's very fulfilling. It doesn't... Someone's here. Hold on a second. It's exciting right now. I'm loving it, and I'm loving being at that gym. I've been working out at our other gym. We have three gym memberships right now. And the new one is fun, but I love the sports academy the best. I guess in the fall I'll have four gym memberships because I'll have the one at school too. And I'll probably go to school the most because I'll be on campus every day and be working there. And it'll be nice to have that new routine. I'm super excited for school. Which is the same kind of concept as work. Right now I'm seeing productivity as really fulfilling. I love cleaning. I love working. I love school. I love writing. I love pursuing passions and challenges. And so I've been so pumped for school. I daydream all day about my routine and how I'll wake up every morning bright and early, have Tristan drop me off there, and I'll go from class to class to class to class to class. And then sit around for a minute. He'll pick me up and we'll head home for the day. How I'll go there and I'll hit my workouts at my regular time and then I'll have my sweet little time in the English department office working there and it's just going to be awesome. On school note, I've decided I'm minoring in yoga because I have room for a minor and I don't really know what I thought people do in school, but I had no idea like how it works, how you declare your major or your minor or how you're supposed to do your classes. I just did whatever I wanted and I wasn't even planning on doing a minor. So I just took all of my English classes and I'm wrapping up my major, but I have all these electives I need to take. And I'm like, why don't I just do a minor? So I'm choosing yoga and I'm busting that out. I'm actually only doing two English classes this semester and I'm doing four or five yoga classes, which is really fun. Super pumped for that. I've fallen in love with yoga, and it fits perfectly into this spiritual world of mine. The yoga is fun. I think that writing is second to last on my little list of changes I want to talk about. I've always been a writer. I've always been journaling ever since I was little. I wrote songs when I was little. Sometimes I write songs even now, just for kicks. I have always made stories and Google Docs. I uh, I wish I had access to all those old emails. I had thousands of them. Not really, but so many. I remember this one I wrote about the girl and the tiger. And she found a tiger in a bush and took it home with her, and they became best friends. And I will never forget that. I don't know why it sticks in my head so prominently, but I thought it was going to be published and be the best thing ever. I think that what I've come to find is that stories are the essence of the world. They are the magic of life. When people dream something, it's the story they tell themselves. When they imagine the reality that they want, it's the same exact feeling of reading a book that you fall in love with. It's just a story. That's why people do whatever it is that they do. Identity is a story about the self. Love is a story about two souls. Kitten is living 
the story of a lifetime. He's just adventuring across the world. And it's my goal in life to capture the feeling of a story and to share it with the world. That's what I love to write about. I love to write about the things that just kind of set me on fire a little bit, that I can feel in my chest, that are tangible. Trying to put those into an intangible form that can be captured by someone else and made tangible again. And I'm so passionate about that. It's all I want to do. I think that if anything, I'm just saying this to you because I want you to know that I want to tell you a story. And I want to write and everything I do in life is to try to create that. So I've been writing a lot. I've been working on a little novel. I've been, I haven't done any nonfiction this summer. Not any nonfiction essays, but I've been playing with a little novel. And I also have been really wanting to start my blog up again. Just because I want to write my nonfiction on there. Just some little informal, cute little things. So, if you're into that, keep an eye out for those. I'll probably post about them every now and then. I, I don't know. I just think that when we were little, I think some people liked writing and some people didn't. But if you liked it, oh, I, I hope you just give it a try again. Because it's so magic. The last thing is identity. I want to talk about this because I realize that mine has changed so much this summer. I feel so much older now. Maybe it's because I'm in a new decade. I'm 20, which is crazy to be so young. Oh, it feels weird. I feel like I'm exposing myself whenever I say I'm this little. But I feel like I've grown up a lot this summer. I've learned a lot about being responsible in an adult way being a good partner and having values and I don't know accountability um and I feel like I've just taken care of myself I've parented myself I've done some grown-up stuff like buy a car and drive it across the country and go on a honeymoon and travel And I just think that this has been a collection, this summer has been a collection of me growing up and learning things and evolving into a new version of myself as always. It's like chocolate dream girl, fifth edition, sixth edition, seventh edition. It's always an evolution and I'd love to share it. That's what I love to share on the podcast. So this is a catch up of where my life is, what I've been doing and learning and everything, how I've been changing I hope it serves you in some way, whether it's a story or a lesson, a parable, entertainment, whatever, whether you're just my friend, you want to know what's been going on because I haven't been on social media at all. This is what's been going on. It's really internal and personal and crazy. And I thank you for being here and listening. Let's do a couple little fun things. Let me tell you a couple more of my favorites. Trish and I have been watching Love on the Spectrum. We finished it so fast. It was so good. So sweet and lovely and fulfilling and heartwarming. 
It's on Netflix. Super fun show. I've been really, really into just the sweet, fun shows. And also the terrible ones. So, I've also been into really, or really into true crime, which is scary. I only do it every now and then. This morning, I watched a documentary called Our Father on Netflix. And very wacky. Just crazy. It's not, um murder which is like okay i'm i'm out of the murder game too dark for me freaks me the hell out i can't do it so this one is just crime not homicide um another light-hearted one this is my favorite show right now it's called the world's most amazing vacation rentals also netflix so fun just i'm obsessed with travel right now i want to move to florida and I love watching these people stay in these crazy, gorgeous, architectural dreams. It's fun to see the world through a video if you can't in person. I am really obsessed with watching the chickies and the sheep. This is my favorite pastime. I love to just look out the window forever and just watch them or just go stand out there. Let me tell you a little about my morning because it's like all my favorite things in one. I woke up. And I had some cramps, and so I just fell back asleep for a minute. I probably woke up the first time around 7, second time about 9, thir- nine. and then we've been sleeping in a lot lately, and I'll tell you why later. But I woke up finally, and I just snuggled little kitty. He was being so funny, and I kept laughing at him quietly, but it woke Tristan up. So Tristan woke up, and the three of us all snuggled up together, and then... We got really excited and Tristan was like, come on, come on, hurry and get dressed. Let's run out and take Kitten to go see the hens and see how he does with them today. So we took him outside and we were watching the sheep and Tristan went inside, but I stayed out there with Darcy, my mother-in-law, for so long. We just watched the sheep. They're so sweet. I could stay out there all day. And it was fun. It was tender. That's my favorite thing in the world right now. My favorite pastime. My self-care practice is the incense and bedtime yoga. The butterfly lantern and the view. Oh, I think it's just the sweetest thing. So relaxing. I already mentioned that one, but I want to throw it in there again. I also love journaling right now. I printed off a whole other set of pictures from Shutterfly. Like two full envelopes. And so I've been breaking my new journal. I finished the other one gluing in all kinds of new pictures and that's been really really sweet i did a bunch of my pictures and then a bunch of vision board pictures so i haven't been making physical vision boards i've just been doing gluing them into my journal that's my other favorite thing journaling as always tristan just got home come here come say hi hello He's such a coon. Okay. That's good for now. We're back. Podcast is back and rolling. I love you guys. Love, Allie.